Let's get educated. That's why we're here, to bring you the stories impacting K-12 classrooms and college campuses. It's time for a little education. Well, welcome everyone. I am Katie Patrick, joined today by David Fiorello. Hello. David. Hola. Before we, uh, we get started here today, uh, I have a question for you. What, oh, are, you, what yeah. are you doing over there? Well, I'm, I'm using my ed new educated mug, oh. coffee mug, to cool off this my, one? my cappuccino. Yes. Oh, very nice. Oh, well, we're, You can get these, by the way, at stayeducated.org oh. or freedomproject.com. And, uh, uh, anywho, I also have another question for you, though. Yes. Uh, are you one of those guys who relaxes by the fire with a, you kind of snuggle up there with a good book while your dogs are they're at your at your feet, just kind of gnawing on your slippers. No, but my wife does. Why? Oh, okay. Well, hey, I mean, I guess she <laughs> could be as long as uh, she would have the right slippers, you know. So maybe that's you need a Christmas gift for her. Maybe she needs new slippers from my pillow. Okay, well played, Ms. Petrick. So what you're saying is I should go to mypillow.com and get my hands on some slippers for. Rosanna. And while I'm there, add some sheets, towels, pillows, a robe, even a dog bed. We already have two dog beds. But uh, it makes sense, especially if I and we can save 66% on everything by using the code EDUCATED. So again, friends, go to MyPillow.com, use the code EDUCATED, and send Katie and me something nice this Christmas season. Ho, ho, ho. Well, today we're going to start at Joe Biden's alma mater. Yay! Oh the University of Delaware, where uh, privilege, you know, it's not just a talking point. No, no. Mm -mm. It's a mandatory class for all you freshmen. Or is it fresh persons? I'm not quite sure anymore. But all of you first-year students, yeah. you must be privileged. How is that so? Freshmen beware. Here's the deal. It's a mandatory course at the University of Delaware titled UNIV 101 First-Year Experience. Students have been asked to assess their levels of privilege by completing a privilege checklist. That's right. Subsections include white race, ethnicity, culture privilege, cisgender privilege, sexuality privilege, and male-slash-masculine privilege. Um, I, you know, let's just look at what's on this, the screen here. Let's just break this down. Can you... I, I get overwhelmed by looking at all these bullet points. This mm -hmm. is just one category, cisgender privilege. Katie, can you help us well, work through what, what yes, cisgender... Yes, of course. Remember, now, if you even pick one of these, I'm, I'm sure you're going to get yelled at. But they say <laughs> if you're, you have cisgender privilege, if you can use public facilities like restrooms and locker rooms without fear of verbal abuse, assault, or arrest... Jeez. I've never, I guess I have that cisgender privilege. I've never thought about being arrested for going into the bathroom, but okay. People know what to call me and how to refer to me without asking. You know, people don't even know that for me. No, I, yeah. I do not have to worry that my gender expression will make people around me uncomfortable. Strangers don't ask me what my genitals look like and how I have sex. You know what? Jeez. That's a good one. Because if any stranger is just coming up to you and saying, hey... How's it going over there with this your This does not come up in conversation life. in a sane society. <laughs> Strangers. It doesn't come so, up. Exactly. And so the fact that they are making all their first-year students go through an entire course, not just a, 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 a online 
two hour session or something during orientation or <laughs> orientation. They are making a full on course of this. And oh, you have to pay for it, of course. I mean, they're, they're going to make you pay for all of it. Why wouldn't they? I'm laughing because you had to pick one of the most creepy. Yes. <laughs> perverted. You do that on purpose. She's feisty this week, friends. Um, but let's look at some of these things here. The first year course in, in their definition of it is designed to help students adjust to college life. I, I you know, and I've racked my brain short for a short period of time because hmm. I don't want to do this too long to try to figure out how that makes sense, how this course is going to help students adjust to college life. And then I, the light bulb went off. Of course, of course, this is college life. This is what they promote. This is what everyone is expected to, the wokeness, the, the political correctness, and the, the social justice activism, and all this stuff. And, and this is what they want to train freshmen coming in to understand. So that's when I got it. It is designed not for the good, though. Usually when you hear these words, it's designed to help students. Okay, if you were to stop right there, designed to help students, I would say, no, 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 no. But they say to adjust to college. Life. It doesn't help them adjust to society. It doesn't help them adjust to getting a job in five years. It doesn't help them adjust to having a family one day or making life-changing decisions. But it does, Katie Petrick, help them adjust to college life. And it even says how it's your future success, that you have the foundations for your future success at this well, university. I would beg to differ there. Now, that's you, what they'd say you'd have, in that? I know they say it, but you gotta what define I, oh, what future success is. Oh, at the university. So they are getting you woke to the, the umpteen degree so that you find success in all those classrooms where those professors will then spew out at you all of the stuff that, hey, wait a minute, I learned that in my first year experience course. Yep. I know what to write on this paper to get oh, an boy. A++, plus plus plus, yep. LGBTQIA++, plus plus plus, all of it. Mm. I know what to do. So yeah, they will find success at the university. But this is yet another great example yep. that, mom, dad, student out there, high school student, if you're thinking, ah, College, I'm supposed to go to college, hey, what do I do? Do not go to the big university right off the bat because this class is for freshmen only. Here's how you get around that class. Transfer in later or maybe just don't <laughs> attend the, the University of Delaware at all. But this is a, yet another example of, hey, go to the local community college. It hopefully would be a little bit better in terms of the wokeness. Now it might not be, it might be the exact same stuff, but at least you'd save some dollars and maybe your sense maybe not okay. and then you can transfer into the university of delaware just to do whatever the major is that you want to do by the way i the, recommend that from here yeah, on out everyone do not go to the university because then you're going to be forced to also live amongst those people mm -hmm. and that influence because you're going to be you know if you're a freshman you have to live on campus in the dorm and you're going to be around it 24 7 at least if you go to like a local community college you can escape that and go live in the real world maybe have a job get away from these people well, the student, uh, the, the course uses a pass-fail grading system. Oh, I bet everyone passes so, as long as yeah, they I, recite I, their life away, I, too. I would bet if a staunch conservative <laughs> or someone with the biblical worldview, a Bible-believing Christian perhaps, would go into this and hold to your biblical values, that would probably be the only person that would fail this kind. Because it is about just this ideology that they're shoving down the kids' throats 
And uh, there's another checklist I think that we wanted to talk about. It's the citizenship. Now, this is, this is interesting. If you, I, apparently, if you're a citizen of America, mm-hmm. you're yeah. privileged. So if I apply for a job, I do not have to worry about what to write under social security number. And I'm thinking, doesn't everybody need a social security number, a driver's license? Uh, yeah, I mean, otherwise you Is that privileged because oh, we're yeah. in America? Oh, apparently, just like voter ID wow. is racist and all of that, too. Wow. The country, yes, we have USA privilege. That's it. And I'm proud of that. USA privilege. Okay, friends, still to come, a new study suggests that, this is amazing, attractive female college students saw their grades dip during remote learning because male professors weren't able to physically look at them in class. Ah, to be a pretty person, said the soap actor. That's you. We're talking about that next. If you have a smartphone, tablet, Roku, or Apple TV, consider downloading the Freedom Project media app. It's 100% free and includes all of our weekly shows, plus lecture series, archive programs, and award-winning animated videos for families like the Presidential Minute, Battles of America, and Heroes of the West. Don't rely on the social media giants to keep you informed. Simply download the Freedom Project media app from your app store and allow notifications. And we'll let you know when a new video is ready. All right, well, here's one that didn't and wouldn't happen to me. Apparently, we have a study that has revealed that when schools went to remote learning, the pretty girls in college had received lower grades. Now, this is a study that's out of Sweden, and uh, they found that attractive female university students saw a significant drop in their marks when classes had to go online during the pandemic. Uh, Prior to the pandemic, apparently attractive male and female students actually tended to score significantly better grades, particularly in classes where teachers and students had interacted more. So as long as you're seeing the pretty faces in front of you, those pretty faces are getting higher marks, according to this study. Uh, This beauty premium, as they're calling it, a beauty premium. Beauty privilege. Beauty privilege. It dropped by about 80% for female students when classes went online. Now this is that's a pretty this big is all idea. yes this is pretty pretty fascinating and you know, just a weird quirky kind of thing. According to the Times, which is out of England, uh, this means that professors had previously been discriminating in the female students' favor. Yes, we can notice that. Yes, while this discrimination appears to be uh, true of the male professors who made up eleven out of the sixteen of the instructors, the researcher doing this actually uh, noted that the female professors were also giving the attractive females better grades. Oh <laughs> prior to the pandemic. So if you're a pretty girl, all the professors just want to give you good grades, uh, except during the pandemic when they couldn't be face-to-face with you. So the researcher behind this is named Adrian Mehick, uh, who sought to examine what impact facial attractiveness had on academic outcomes under various forms of instruction in Sweden, both for men and women. And now Mehick had recruited 307 engineering students who were enrolled at Lund University before and during the COVID-19 pandemic. So it's like the pandemic came in just like up the ante on this entire study, I guess. The the researcher also recruited a jury consisting of 74 individuals ages 17 to 32. 44% 
uh, of whom were women. So it was fewer women than, than men. But jury members were asked to rank the attractiveness of the engineering students' faces using a 1 to 10 scale, where a 1 was extremely unattractive and a 10 was extremely attractive. So, like, this researcher really was going into this. Got a whole jury, a whole panel of people to like, rank these people. So it's not based on, you know, Adrian's thoughts. Uh, it's based off of these 70 uh four different people <laughs> it's interesting now there was cross-referencing of the rankings with data for mandatory courses within the swedish engineering program uh and it was like it, it was really quite a i guess in-depth study that this person did it was quite fascinating david uh, uh, i'm wondering why engineering <laughs> they, they picked engineering well yeah it's sweden i don't know i mean it's yeah. engineering different in sweden in america engineering tends to be more male dominated so you were looking at yeah maybe where there are only like five women in the class and so there was preferential know. treatment to the women and i don't yeah when i saw this story i thought you know <laughs> what just weird just just but then I thought, okay, if, if they're, they're actually favoring, if, if, if this is true, that they're favoring, well, I know girls are always favored anyway, but I'm what? kidding. I'm kidding. But if they're favoring attractive people, that, doesn't that mean they're not grading on test scores or they're grading on whether you get something right or wrong, right? Well, How does that play well, into Well, because it? everything here is always about there is no right or wrong anymore because that's racist math is racist everything is racist so i guess what maybe they picked engineering because engineering tends to be a more like quantitative right or wrong type um thing like math is supposed to be you know there's a right and a wrong it's not as where you have qualitative and that's more judgmental uh, objective versus subjective is what i'm trying to say so it's more objective in the math in engineering and in, in subjective when it comes to like anyone who's in the humanities where you could see how the women may be favored because everything's kind of like up to the opinion of the professor and giving out those grades i don't know it's pretty quite fascinating what, what are your thoughts let us know by visiting stayeducated.org well the way uh talking about a pretty girl i'm, I'm sorry no we're talking about joe biden uh, well, joe biden uh, is pandering for votes with those pretty girls as he looks to once again pause pause those student loan repayments until he gets his multi-billion dollar student loan forgiveness over those mounting legal hurdles. That's next. Today's show is sponsored by our friends at MyPillow. Save up to 66% on pristine quality bedding, towels, slippers, signature pillows, and much more when you use the code EDUCATED. That's E-D-U-C-A-T-E-D, -E EDUCATED. Support this show and a great American company. Well, I saw this one coming uh, four miles away. President Joe Biden reportedly plans to extend a pause. Extend a pause. How do you do that? Something, see, I told, said earlier, if something's paused, it's stopped. Mm -hmm. How do you extend a stop? Joe Biden, can you answer that? Of course you can't. <laughs> that would be a good one. Well, he's going to extend his pause on federal student loan payments through the summer of 2023 as the student debt cancellation plans face their legal challenges. Uh, the ongoing, is it legal for the president of the United States to just go poof to these student debt loan 
the student debt loan forgiveness program, as it's called. I forgive you. Can't, no, I forgive you. You're forgiven. I forgive you. But also pay your money back. I pardon uh, you. So it was put on pause. <laughs> uh, Joe Biden actually, during the whole pandemic, as we know, uh, the actual repayment of these loans had been kind of put on pause because, you know, students weren't actually really in school and then they, you know, people lost their jobs and all this other stuff. So they kind of put it on pause. And then he extended his pause, as we're calling it. Yes. And then he extended it again. So, hey, here we are just yet again. You still don't have to pay back your loans, at least through the summer of 2023. This is becoming more like how the budget works in America, where Congress doesn't actually pass a budget. They just keep doing these continuances until, until we finally do these omnibus packages that no one pays attention to, no one reads. And then that's how we're in debt by trillions, decades, trillions, tr just trillions. But I digress. Yes. The Department of Education will soon announce the extension of said freeze, pause, according to a report <laughs> from none other than CNN. The first payments will be due two months after June 30th, so the end of the summer, unless the Supreme Court greenlights the administration's debt forgiveness program before that. And now a similar report from Bloomberg quoted multiple unnamed sources. So this is supposedly happening that uh, Biden is just going to bide his time in hopes that the Supreme Court lets his illegal, constitutionally illegal, uh, forgiveness program and debt cancellation altogether program go through. So until then, they're just going to keep pausing it. So yeah, I'm confused about one thing. I don't want to get just one because yes, Joe's just, confused about well, many. Actually, mm -hmm. several things in several this. Things. And when it, when it comes to a policy approach, but that's for another show. Um, Biden said at one point the pandemic is over oh he did yes he, he did was on the point. floor yeah. of a in detroit yeah on the floor of a and park convention. i'm looking at a tweet from mm. randy weingarten randy yeah and she She's says great. our country is facing a tridemic not just a <laughs> pandemic it's a tridemic flu One, two, three. rsv and covid so did she not get the talking points from our president Oh, that's really interesting it's more like he didn't get the talking points because they've been trying to walk back that comment of his saying the pandemic's uh, over. And I Randy, know. Randy's more part of it. I yes. know, you know. Yeah. So uh, this is the thing. So fear, 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 because it was actually Donald Trump, <laughs> former president Donald Trump, who's the one who introduced that pause way back in March of 2020. You know, when the pandemic first started. OK, so it, that was meant to be just a relief measure, yeah, just temporary, just a what you would call yeah. mm, a pause. Because a pause is here. Joe Biden wants this. Cancellation. Gone. Completely. No debt repayment at all. That's what he wants. Because he thinks money comes from well, literal trees. Right? What? Shh. Oh. Socialism. <gasps> That's just the way America does it now. Anyway. Uh, so the we had that initial relief. And then it got extended, as I said before. Uh, but his been this, this extended the pause for a total of seven times that's where we are at now seven pauses seven pauses but if it wasn't started up again then, then how can still, you pause something that you can't wasn't extend moving a pause. yes this really messes with my mind i'm telling you hey it messes with uh their minds too <laughs> maybe that's the issue Part at the hand problem. with the president now the previous extension of the pause on federal student loan payments was slated to expire at the end of this year but of course hey we can't we can't make it so these former students and students have to pay back what they freely took out and signed on right. to be loaned, borrowing the money, 
knowing they have to repay it. No, no. So we have to extend it here. So Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to all of these people who now have until the end of summer. You know, so you can take that extra vacation maybe so you're during about the summer. Summer 2023. Summer 2023 is what they're doing. This is amazing. But hey, it's okay because there's going to be even more pauses coming. Uh, a number of reports had predicted the White House would once again do this extension. It only costs five billion dollars per month. Okay, so by extending it another basically eight months, <laughs> that's okay. Forty billion more added who cares where did they get that money by the way it grows on trees oh. yeah it grows on trees that's where okay. it comes from uh there's an analysis from the committee for a responsible a responsible federal budget they're the ones who came up figured out this figure and they said extending <laughs> the pause through the end of 2024 would cost as much as 120 billion dollars which would then be the total cost of our the pauses being at 275 billion but billion. again billion paying Who for cares? pauses taxpayers Pay, paying, for, paying pauses. for pauses that should be a picket sign right there yeah. paying for pauses yeah gives you pain paying for those pauses anyway uh yeah you have to remember that they're trying to do this student debt cancellation policy and that's why they have to keep doing these pauses so if that were to go through if the supreme court for some reason comes back and says hey yeah you can it's totally legal and constitutional for you yeah. to just cancel all this debt of all these people who again willingly took out these loans that they knew had to be repaid totally legal to do uh then that would eliminate ten thousand dollars in student debt for any borrower who is earning less than one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars per year which is to say if you took out a loan, probably all of them. Uh, it would also cancel up to $20,000 for borrowers who use the Pell Grants. So if you got a Pell Grant, you would get 20000 eliminated. Hmm. So again, money grows on trees. So we're all okay if that happens too. Either way, this is not a good situation. Socialist policy in the United States of America. We, yeah, we saw this coming. It's been gradual. Yeah. It's going. Well, hey, I want some positivity in my life. So yes. up next, we've got our top five Babylon Bee headlines. Make sure you stay right here. We want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment for Katie, David, or any of our other show hosts, simply visit stayeducated.org. That's stayeducated.org and submit your question or comment. Our team loves to hear from you and might just give you a shout out on air. Again, visit stayeducated.org and connect with us. Okay, before we wrap this show up today, let's take a look at everyone's favorite satire site, the Babylon Bee. Here are this week's top five Babylon Bee headlines. So we picked our favorite headlines of the week, and now you can decide which one should be named Queen of the Hive. Let's start with Taliban quits Twitter to protest return of Trump. <laughs> Next, Twitter is dead. 300 million people post on Twitter. <laughs> Next, Turkey denied presidential pardon after photos emerge of it attending January 6th. Next, Nancy Pelosi steals Speaker of the House podium as souvenir. And finally, after months of homeschooler begging for mobile device, parents finally cave. Katie, 
the mobile devices the calculator that's pretty fun um <laughs> so i don't know i i do anytime but the parting pardoning of the turkey is one of the funniest I guess presidential traditions. It's one of the oddest. It's funniest. odd. It's yeah. it's not a, a head of government type thing. It's a head of state type thing. So if we were in England, like the queen would have been. Well, now the king, but the queen would have been the one to do this, not the president. But we're in the U.S. where we have a republic, and that's how we do. So I I just like the pardoning of the turkey, and in the Pelosi one though ties in. Though anytime the Babylon Bee is so smart to include january 6th nonsense in there it's it's pretty funny yeah i didn't realize they made mega hats that small the turkey was wearing a little mega hat he he was i mean wow that good for good for that turkey to be able to order that on amazon i don't know where you would get it was that the turkey that was pardoned though Mm, we have plausible deniability there maybe Hmm. yeah all right guys uh, that's gonna wrap it up for this week for the top headlines more satire to come next time All right, if you are a fan of our show, please do your little thing. Like, comment, share if you're watching us on social media. And don't forget, hey, take advantage of our 66% off deal at MyPillow. Simply go to MyPillow.com and use the code EDUCATED to save yourself a whole pile of that money, money, money. And a whole heap on the pair of slippers specifically for your Christmas season. For David and myself, thank you for watching, thank you for listening, and thank you for supporting this show. Until next time, stay educated. Educated is directed and produced by Mike Menzel, hosted by Katie Petrick and David Fiorazzo. Makeup and hair by Katie Scholl. Graphics designed by Dan Kaler. Educated is owned by Freedom Project Media. See other shows and content at freedomproject.com or download the Freedom Project Media app. Copyright 2022.